From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. So, Flames fans, you know your team hits the midway point of the 2017-2018 season on Saturday night. A couple of wins could get this team right back into the playoff picture, and we wanted to break down the first half of the season. It's a real pleasure to be joined by the general manager of the Calgary Flames, Brad Trilliving. Brad, first of all, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you, Jock. Thanks very much. Yeah, no problem at all. So let's look back. I I know we're not quite there yet, but approaching the midway point of the season, it's been great at times, it's been good at times, it's been not so good at times, it's been a little inconsistent. How about from the eyes of the general manager? Yeah, I would think you summarized it up real well, Jock. I think it's it's been a a consistently inconsistent first half. Um, We've seen signs of, of... and it's funny. There's there's times when uh, earlier in the year where, quite frankly, I didn't like a lot of uh, a lot of the parts of our game, um, but we were getting points. And then you look, you know, even the last 10, 11, 12 games where there's a lot of the the, the things that we're doing that I like, um, but we're not getting points uh, as consistently as we hope. So, um, you know, that 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 to me sums up our year is there's been some good things, um, but there hasn't been enough sustained good things. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's got to be our, our, our focus. And that is our focus, you know, as we approach here soon, the halfway point um, of the season, we know there's, you know, we've got lots of hockey ahead of us, but um, it's just, it's a sprint now. And we're, you know, when we've we've let some points get through our fingers, we've put ourselves in a position where we're in a battle, and uh, um, we've got to we've got to we've got to get that game that we know we're capable of consistently on the ice. Yeah, you, you know, it's interesting, Brad, because you can really break it down a lot of different ways. But I, I guess we have to talk about parity in the in the Western Conference because teams are so close. And even though you're on the outside looking in today, that could change with a win, obviously, on Thursday night. And, and then you also have to throw the Vegas Golden Knights into the equation because who saw that coming? And, and I think it's quite clear now this team is for real. This team is probably going to be a playoff team. I'm talking about the Vegas Golden Knights. And, and I don't think a lot of people had that in their projections in the early going. Yeah, no question. Um, I think this is, is there's you, it, it's a motherhood statement and a cliche and all the rest of it, but it's so true this year. There is no there is no easy nights. Uh, even those teams that maybe um, have had tougher starts, the league is so tight. It is so close, um, and I and I I concur. You you know coming in, I think there was a lot of uncertainty around Vegas of what the the uh, the expansion team was going to be like. You knew once you went through the expansion draft that they 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 got some really good players and some good pieces. But um, they are for real. That's that team is a good team. This isn't just a good story. That's a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, they put themselves in a good position. So we have our work cut out for us. There's no question. And uh, you know we're you you you're right around that grouping now. And and. Uh, You've got to find a way to string games together, and we can't can't be in a position of saying, "Okay, we got to go win X amount in a row." What we have to do is just be consistent in our game from night to night, um, and and find ways to to pick up the areas that 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 have been that have been hurting us right now. And that's there's been some special teams that have. have uh, now we got two power play goals the other night, so hopefully that's a sign of of good things to come. But overall, our just ability to score. 
um, and generate more offense is, is, has been hurting us as of late. But if we can continue to defend the way we're, we, we have been, if our goaltending can continue to remain consistent as it has most of the year, um, you know, we're going to give ourselves a chance to get get back into a playoff spot. I think the other positive for the organization, uh, Brad, is, is is the fact that I look at some of these young players, and I'm not, not even talking about Matthew or, you know, Johnny or Monty. I'm talking about, you know, the, the kids that were called up this year, you know, from Stockton, whether it's, you know, the goaltender David Riddick or Garnet Hathaway or Mark Jankowski or Andrew Mangiapane that just made his uh, his NHL debut the other night. You know, I guess you could even throw Brett Kulak into the mix. I, I can't remember the last time this organization was able to rely on, you know, the depth from their farm farm team you know to to cover a few holes because of injuries yeah no we've we, it's been a focus of ours here the last number of years is as much as you know the priority is the team in calgary it's it's building that reserve list and building depth and we are starting to now see the fruits of that labor in terms of those guys turning pro and it takes you know there's a bit of a runway you, you get them into the into the development system and and get them into the american hockey league and um, we're now seeing those players come up and not just play, but um, help us and, and help us win. And, and you're right. When you look at our team, it's, you know, we rely on, on relatively young players and we've got a bunch of new, another group of young guys that have joined us here this year. Um, so it's a, it's a young group uh, by and large, um, but everybody goes through injuries. That's part of the game. Um, and you've got to find ways to, to have success and you've got to find ways to, um, continue to gather points. So um, we think we've got some young guys that are on our team now that are that are good young players. We think we've got more coming. Um, and now the the challenge for us is is look at this next 42, 43 games or whatever it is in front of us and, and find a way to pick up some points. Of course, Flames fans are also excited watching the World Junior Championships because you've got a number of prospects playing in this tournament as well. Unfortunately, Valimaki is out with uh, Finland's loss earlier today. But, you know, a kid like Dylan Dubé with, uh, with Team Canada, you know, he's through to the semifinal game. And, and, and I know the Olympic brass were, were scouting there. There's a chance that some of these junior players could represent Canada at the Olympics. You know, what would that do for the development for a young man like Dylan Dubé? Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting, Jock, and I don't really know, to be perfectly honest, where that stands. I know that there's been some talk. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been uh, the U.S. team announced their team, uh, their 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 Olympic team uh, yesterday, and there are some NC2A players that are going to be participating with it. I know there's been some talk with Hockey Canada and the CHL um, in, in, in potentially making CHL players available, and I think Dubé has had a he's had a great season in, in Kelowna. Uh, we saw him at training camp. He he stayed around here right near to, right to the end and made a real push for a job. Um, and I think he's been a real important player with Team Canada. He's a, he's the captain, scored a goal here today, mm-hmm. um, and and we're, we're excited about a number of the guys you mentioned, Valamaki and Tuola that uh, uh, lost today, and as uh, a little bit of an upset with the Czechs. Uh, Adam Fox has played real well for the for the U.S. team. Uh, we've got young Linus Lindstrom with the, uh, the Swedish team that are playing right now, and they're playing Adam Ruziska and the Slovaks. So um, we've been well represented with a, with quite a few guys there, and they've uh, the other news is they've showed real well. So very encouraging sign for for what's what's in store in the future. So there's not one general manager in the NHL that's going to stand pat and say my team's good enough to uh, to you know to win the Stanley Cup. You're you're always looking to make your team better. I know you've used that line a, a number of times. Uh if, if you look into your crystal ball, uh, how can you make this team better? Cuz that's it's easier said than done, I think, uh, Brad. 
Yeah, no question. You'd look at it every day. Um, you know, continuing to find ways to, to score goals uh, is probably an area that, um, you know, that we're, we've been challenged with. And, and you look at it two ways. Internally, getting, you know, we, we had our, our, you know, the our top guys were so good in November. Um, and they've had, they've had a little bit of a struggle here in December. And, uh, you know, when it was earlier in the year, our top guys were going good and we were, we were having trouble with our depth scoring. Uh, we've seen, you know, the Jankowskis and the Bennett's and Hathaways, those guys sort of come through, um, you know, recently. And, and now it's the top guys that have, um, that are fighting it a bit, but they're, they're good players. They're going to, they're going to find their way again. Um, so if we can find a way to, to help us in that regard, we'll continue to look at it. It's, 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 everything comes at a price and you're trying to find something that makes sense at a price that you were, uh, willing to pay and, and, and find players that people are prepared to part with. So, uh, we'll continue to look at that and see if there's, if there's avenues to improve our team, um, externally, but a lot of this is going to have to come internally. A lot of it is going to be getting a little bit more from each guy and, and finding a way to have the group hitting on all cylinders at the same time. Like I said, we've had stretches where, um, you know, our top guys were, were carrying the bulk of the load. We've had times when it's been our goaltender. Uh, we've got to find a way to get uh, everybody hitting at the same time uh, for us to get to where we want to get to. I don't want to say Yarmer Yeager has been a disappointment because I think that's unfair to the player. Um, you know, he, he's had some injuries for the first time in his career, you know, missed training camp. I, I'm not sure what the expectations were from the organization, uh, but but how would you, you sum up, you know, the, the half a season, or I guess it's not even a half a season, but uh, for, for, for uh, Yarmer Yeager? I think it's been, you know, going into it um, for us, and we said at the time it was, you know, it was we, we, we look at this as a as a swing to see if, if we know everybody knows the type of career the armor's had and mm-hmm. and even what he's done the last couple of years. Obviously at his age, um, there's always questions about, you know, when is going to be the end. And um I think he's he'd probably be the first one to admit it's been a it's been a struggle for him here. Um, you know, health and that's always the that's always the you know, the unknown factor is can you stay healthy? And, and, and he's had to fight a couple of injuries here this year. And, and what it's done, Jock, is it's, you know, missing a training camp, it's difficult for anybody, especially when you're um, at your armor's age and just getting those reps that you get in in training camp and then coming in and, you know, he, he got a few games under his belt as we're getting him up to speed. And it's been some stops and starts with, with injuries and not really being able to get him, you know, get him in a regular, excuse me, in a regular rhythm. And, um, so we'll see, we'll, we'll monitor that, um, and see how it goes. He's a, he's a, he's a good man. He, I think he's been a real positive influence, um, in the time that he's been here. Um, and we'll, we'll just have to continue to monitor it. Um, you know, our, our hope, uh, we were trying to be very realistic that, like I said, you, you, you have to expect that sometime, even as great of a career as your armor has had and as great of a player as he is, that you know, you're going to see slippage at a certain age. Um, our hope was uh, uh, that we'd have more production than what we've got at this point, but it's difficult, um, it's difficult to fault him. The effort's been there, and sometimes 
when you run into injuries, it's tough to get traction. And that's, um, you know, we've battled that a lot here with, with the armor over the course of the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad, we're going to have to leave it there, but uh, thanks so much for your time. I know Flames fans are excited about the second half, and uh, um, thanks so much for uh, joining us tonight. You bet, Jock, anytime. Brad Trilliving, the general manager of the Calgary Flames, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. Some more hockey talk right after the news at the bottom of the hour. Our NHL insider, Craig Button, he is in Buffalo at the World Junior Hockey Championships.